Today is Monday, April 25th, 2011, and this is Radio Wave. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and uh, tonight a friend of Medjugorje will be speaking to us about the message that we received earlier today. And so we welcome everyone who's joining us all over the world tonight. For those of you that this is your first broadcast, for those of you that may uh, have just now first tuned in for the very first time, uh, Medjugorje.com is an outreach of Caritas of Birmingham, uh, the worldwide uh, Medjugorje a center that is purpose, sole purpose, is the living and the spreading of the messages of Our Lady and through the writings of a friend of Medjugorje, spreading those messages throughout the world. And so tonight, as we begin this broadcast, we ask that you open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, it's a great blessing to be alive in this time of grace. Help us to grasp what happened today that will be reflected upon all eternity. Another message for the whole world to lead it to its end. To help those who will be alive in that final tribulation to make it to the light of heaven. And so it is we thank you for sending your mother the best of heaven outside of yourself, your Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, here we are today again, busy, out doing things, springtime, work, activity, looking every way but toward God. The world has caught us in this grasp, in this grips, And we don't notice the significance. And many missed today the moment that Our Lady came to the earth and spoke words. That eternal history. Can you imagine it? Eternal history. These won't be forgotten in history. In fact, those people who have fallen her are on her knees at that moment to receive the graces dispensed to the whole world, everybody available for that that wants it, those not even aware of it still be blessed. They're missing an opportunity of which they don't comprehend at this moment through ignorance, not even knowing about it. And we who do, all of us, every single one of us, 
those who walked with the lady in the beginning, even the visionaries, will have regrets. Did Peter? Did Jesus? When they no longer were? Where they could walk with Jesus? Do you think they missed him? They certainly must have. The loneliness of that Holy Saturday after the crucifixion and the death of Jesus scattered across the hills of Judea was, must have been their thoughts. And can you not project the same of what must it might be like when Our Lady no longer appears to us? And I say to us because Maria doesn't own the apparitions. Mariana doesn't. Yvonne doesn't. None of the other visionaries owned them. They belong to you. They belong to me. They happen to be the privileged voice that gets to see Our Lady. But I'm equal. We're all equal to hear the message, to apply it to our life personally, individually, as if Our Lady appeared to us, each one of us, to speak to us. And while we speak about these messages... We talk of them, and we apply at the moment of an angle of seeing them. They can be seen in many ways. There's an overall way to look at them for all of us, for the whole world. There's an individual way to look at them. And that's the genius of these miracles, or these messages, because they're miracle messages. Just as a miracle's medal was given, miracles associated with them, Our Lady now gives messages, each one a medal, that will last throughout eternity that is so genius that it speaks to you personally, yet to the whole world. And not only to the whole world today at this moment, but tomorrow differently. And every day thereafter, all the way to the world goes to its final sleep. It's incredible. And you have people thinking there's just simple messages. They're given loosely with purpose to fit every circumstance that you will encounter now and later during the time of the Antichrist. Beautiful are these days. Powerful are these days. Great are these days. And where were you today when this was given? Be thankful if you positioned yourself and your schedule where you could be saying the rosary before this 25th message because it's history. Joan? Our Lady... Queen of Peace of Medjugorje is April 25, 2011. Message to the world. Dear children, as nature gives the most beautiful colors of the year, I also call you to witness with your life and to help others to draw closer to my Immaculate Heart so that the flame of love for the Most High may sprout in their hearts. I am with you and I unceasingly pray for you that your life may be a reflection of heaven here on earth. Thank you for having responded to my call. It's a joy to see Our Lady speak so strongly about the, the parallels of what she wants us today to relate to. Not the way we imagine it, not the way we think of it, not what we think church is, It should be our whole day. The Mass as a sacrifice should be lived throughout the day, not just by attendance record. I go to Mass every day, have this little peak, and then the rest of the day is not part of that. 
Allah wants mass to be life. So that's beyond the church doors. Where is Jesus? Certainly he's in the church. Certainly he's in the tabernacle. But is he leaving with you? And are you a tabernacle? Is it only where you gather in church that happens? Is it only the places where there's a steeple? Our lady's not saying go out in creation. Our lady's not saying go to nature. She's not saying all these things without an express purpose that you encounter God. Not just in church, but wherever you may be and whoever you may be meeting. All these messages are incredible, and this message today reflects that, this beauty. And so it is, we have to decide, are we going to let God be where we are, or are we going to meet Him only on Sunday morning at church? This morning the pews were hay bales The pulpit a saddle thrown over the stall The floor just a carpet of sawdust The baptistry was a rusty old trough steeples there were no hymnals but heaven came down there were no suits just worn out boots standing on holy ground I guess it's true if even two are gathered in his midst that's where Jesus is Somewhere they were gathered and praying Their altar a footlocker dropped in the sand Sundays at home just a memory there in that tent They still felt his hand There were no steeples There were no hymnals But heaven came down There were no suits Just worn out boots Standing on holy ground Yes, it's true, if even two are gathered in his midst, that's where Jesus is. Oh
heaven comes down In our Sunday shoes Or in our cowboy boots It's all holy ground I guess it's true If even two Are gathered in his midst That's where Jesus is this is where Jesus sings. One of the beautiful things in March when we had Our Lady, March 19th to the 23rd, we had seven apparitions, of course. Maria came in the day before the event started. Our Lady appeared in the bedroom. Started the next day. Our Lady said she'd appear back in the bedroom the next day. The next day, Our Lady said she'd appear in the field. Then the next day, Our Lady says, I'll appear back in the bedroom. Then the next day, Our Lady said, I'll appear back in the field. The next day, Our Lady said, I'll appear back in the bedroom. And then again, the next day, the last day, Maria's here after the events were over, I'll appear again back in the bedroom. Seven apparitions. There were no church steeples. There were no hymnals. It was just God, Our Lady, creation, the sky above us. The whole amphitheater of nature and spring breaking was a cathedral. Something felt by those who were present, if you meet somebody or you know someone that was here, ask them. To encounter God is a great thing. To walk on the holy mountain, the holy field, the holy places, the holy bedroom, to be there. Why are ladies there? What kind of times are we living in? How serious do you take this? What are you doing with it? It's not a part-time call or vocation. It's full-time. It's first. If you do that, it will go well for you. How sad it will be for those who won't. I know we see our girls here walking on this ground in their cowboy boots. The boys here, the same. The life I was given, our life, the life I was given to us, working cattle, pigs, chickens, the ground, the tractors, is all second. The first thing we do is our mission, the propagation of the messages. But we make that first by first living it. The life is outside. And boots on the ground, life. That's the witness. The mission just transmits what Our Lady showed us. 1986, October 6, Maria told me, Our Lady told me to be a witness with your life. Our Lady wants you to be a witness with your life. This is a reserve just because I had the, the great joy. I haven't more specifically said that to me. But equally for you. No more can I claim that Maria can claim that she's got these messages for her. Our Lady doesn't belong exclusively to her. 
And so Our Lady tells you, as nature gives the most beautiful colors of the year, I also call you to witness with your life. Now, October 6th says, by your life, witness. It's a call to you. It's a call to you to be a reflection. A reflection of what? To save people's life. Many who've been caught out in the woods, on the islands, in the ocean. One of the things having a survival kit is a little mirror. And they use the sun, S-U-N, to shine to the life ships passing by that could save their life or a helicopter or whatever it may be. And our ladies tell us to use the sun, S-O-N, And she says, I pray unceasingly for you that your life may be a reflection of heaven on earth. Maria is in heaven when she sees Our Lady. If she's sick with a cold, she doesn't have it during those moments of Our Lady. Because why? In pre-Garden of Eden, there was no sickness. Maria's living in the Garden of Eden. She has no injuries. She has no pain. I've been with her when I know she was in severe pain from being kicked by a horse from the operation that she had, being an illness at her house or sickness or cut the flu. It disappears. Maria steps into the Garden of Eden, a place that was created to perfection where everything perfectly ran where no illness, sickness, or death touched you. Maria enters heaven on earth and a lady says, pray for for you, she does, that your life may be a reflection of heaven here on earth. Those of you who walked here, those of you who were here in March, I feel safe to say you experienced heaven on earth. Our Lady wants to bring down the kingdom of God in the heart to spread across, across the whole world. You can be a part of that. Or you can stay busy and be part-time with it and lose this time of grace. And so it is that you have an opportunity that you have to decide, are you going to take it to the fullness of what it offers? If you won't, it's there to take it. If not, you won't. Think about this. Gandhi said, I agree with Christ, but I never met a Christian who made me want to be one. For many, you may be the only Bible someone may see. Jesus' last words before ascending were, Go and be a witness to the ends of the earth. Many are turned away by we who are supposed to live light and silence, rather than going around just talking faith. The stars at night speak loud and clear, yet remain silent. Our homes and surroundings should do the same. That is the purpose of The Resting Place. From Birmingham, take 280 East. Turn left onto Shelby County Road 43. Six and one-half miles to The Resting Place at Caritas of Birmingham. A Christian store unlike any other.
You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Our lady just recently told us February 2nd, 2011. Your lips pronounce countless words, but your spirit does not feel anything. Wandering in darkness, you even imagine God himself according to yourselves and not such as he really is in his love. And it's incredible. We would think that Our Lady would say somewhere in her messages something in reference to our time and the way we live today in this fast pace. I know I've heard a bishop on several occasions at confirmation talk to the kids about rap music. He was coming down to where they were to try to relate to them rather than pick them up to where he was supposed to be. I feel it's a faulty step. I feel it's a step that doesn't elevate. And so our lady gives us a message I also call you to witness with your life and to help others to draw closer to my immaculate heart so that the flame of love of the Most High, you got to step higher, come up to where the Most High is, may sprout in your heart. I added those, I injected those few words. It says, for the Most High may sprout in your heart, or their hearts rather. We're called to do that, be that for others. But I say this because wouldn't we find a message somewhere out of 30 years of apparitions that might say that I want these messages to spread across the world like your technology or at the speed of light like your cell phones calls or like she never relates life to that. She relates it instead of to an agrarian way of life. That's the message. Who's doing the agrarian way of life? Very, the least amount of ratio of population of the world in relation ever in history is away from the soil. Listen to this in that the context of what Arle is saying today is not speaking through the technological ways or going down and trying to reach you through your rap music if you're into that, which I think is satanic, even if it's singing about Jesus, it's a satanic tones, disharmony. And instead, the beauty of Our Lady's words are in beauty of the nature. And she relates that. Dear children, as nature gives the most beautiful colors of the year, it's not debatable. We don't have to say it's fall anymore. She just told us, this is it. I also call you to witness with your life to help others to draw closer to my immaculate heart. So that the flame of the love for the Most High may sprout in their hearts. Sprout, what sprouts? Seeds, growth. Our lady said February 25th, 2011, a short time ago, Nature is wake, awakening on the trees at the first buds of seeing, which will bring the most beautiful flowers and fruits. She's not saying... As you wake and come alive and everybody's headed to the offices and all the phones are lighting up on this, in the cars and <clears throat> is blooming out to get activity, I would like to see you be active in your witness. 
That's today's translation. Is it like antiquated? No, she's saying like beautiful flowers and trees. And then she makes like the first buds on the trees. Then she adds this. I desire that you also, she's making a comparable. This is what she wants you to be doing. Little children, work on your conversion so that you be those who witness with their life. So that your example may be a sign and an incentive for conversion to others. And so our preoccupation with this way of life, this technological walk, how do you witness in that? It's very difficult. But our way of life here in March, people saw this. If you come here in our way of life outside, people love to watch it. We're very high tech, yes. But that stays here. And our real witness is not in running that machinery, but it's out when we're with each other and the way we work, and with the soil, with nature, with God. Oftentimes where there's no steeples. Everybody's on good behavior when they're under the steeple. But is Jesus with you when you're not there? And when you're not there, are you trying to make God fit your life of who you are? He's forsaken. He was condemned. And we're alive and well because of that. But we don't understand who really God is. Our Lady went on to say that February 2nd, 2011 message to Mariana. Wandering, wandering in darkness. This is age she's speaking about, not the grand side of it. Wandering in darkness, you even imagine God himself according to yourselves. See, we want him to sit there and or they give messages that would say, down to the rap music level, oh, you're doing this, and as you work on your computers, work on your heart. No, she says, as you work in your fields, work on your heart. As God himself, according to yourselves, and not such as he really is in his love. He's king, and we're forgiven because he was forsaken. You're accepted because he was condemned. You're alive and you're well because His Spirit dwells in you because He died and He rose again. We must learn these things again. Who is the real God? Who is the real Jesus? I'm forgiven because you were forsaken I'm accepted you are condemned. I am alive and well. Your spirit is within me because you died and rose again. I'm forgiven because you were forsaken. I'm accepted. You are condemned. 
Our lady said September 8th, 2006. Dear children, this year how much seed I have sown. I desire that you, dear children, be my flower from that seed. Be my flower. And of course, the flower is begotten from another flower. That seed. And that seed is Our Lady. I don't understand once you tasted that nectar from that flower of Our Lady, how you would dare want to do anything else. Or what did you miss because you aren't doing everything for Our Lady? People have gone to Medjugorje. They come back. They never enter into it fully. But when you tasted that sweetness of that nectar, you have to wonder, how could you do anything else? But that nectar can turn to real bitterness. When you did encounter a lady, you come or you come here in March and you fall back, back into the life as it's going because it's going the wrong direction without doing what she said, change your direction. Nectar can be very bitter in that situation. I can't imagine doing anything else. I think I can speak for everybody in our community here that we want our life to honor God. St. Francis didn't have what you had or have now or can make a decision tonight for February 25th, 1988. Sacrifice your life for the salvation of the world. St. Francis did that, rebuilt the church. But our lady is telling you, by yourself, wherever you hear this from, in your car, in your home, wherever a month from now, to sacrifice your life for the salvation of the world. And it won't be glorious. It won't be some dreamy, medieval, saint-type thing that you might think. It may just simply be that you live to save the salvation of your spouse by being the perfect spouse to that person to bring them to conversion. You may spend your whole life doing that one thing. To do perfectly your state in life. If you're a husband, to do it perfectly. Disregard of what the wife does. The wife, to do it perfectly in disregard of what the husband may be. You're called to be a saint and live perfectly and your penance is your state in life. Imperfection. To be a reflection of heaven on earth to that individual. individual. You're supposed to do it for your enemy. You're supposed to love your enemy. And we have divorce taking place everywhere. Divorce against the kids even. We're called to love heroically as those who preceded us in the Colosseum and sacrificed their life. Oh, death may be a relief. God's not calling you to die. He's calling you to live in martyrdom sometimes. And the words of Ray is beautiful. Something of a profound nature. I remember um, when Our Lady gave the February 25th message this year, and you on Radio Wave said that this message would be the message that we would be underneath for our March event. 
and it spoke about spring. I did. I think you just read that message earlier mm-hmm. in the show, but um, it spoke about spring, and it's funny because so many people left winter and arrived here and experienced a week long spring, and then left and headed right back into winter. We we talked to many of the pilgrims who that was exactly their experience, and. Um, I wanted to use that as an illustration because with this message, we can look forward to this file next month. What What is going to happen? Is there anything significant happening this coming month and which will fall under this particular message? And there is something very significant happening just in a week's time with the beatification of Pope John Paul II. And... It's interesting that Our Lady uses terminology in this message that relates to John Paul in particular when she says, I want to, to you to help others draw closer to my Immaculate Heart. John Paul, of course, was, was the Pope that fulfilled Our Lady's desire to see the consecration of her Immaculate Heart. And that happened on March 24, 1984, which um, Lucia had um, said and confirmed that this consecration was accepted by Our Lady. And next week is his beatification. So I wanted you to comment on um, this this part of the, the message where even she calls, uh, she says, I call you to witness with your life. This certainly was what John Paul did. She says that she prays for us that your life would be a reflection of heaven here on earth. That certainly also could be a description of Pope John Paul. She said that he was her Pope. But before I ask you to comment on that, I just want to give a little history because um, you have the great fortunate grace to be going to the beatification. You're going to be leaving with your wife Annette in two days. And you're going to be uh, meeting Maria and Paolo, her husband Paolo, there to um, experience this together with, the, with them. And ten years earlier, you were there in Rome, also with Maria, with your wife Annette, for the October 8th, 2000 entrustment, in which the Holy Father entrusted the whole entire world to Our Lady's Immaculate Heart. And... Um, I wanted to share some of this because people don't know this history. You had the seats right next to the bishops, right there in front of John Paul. You actually were able to get Maria up there by the bishops and to um, be experience this, thing, this whole thing with, with her, with Our Lady's apparitions, in this very significant moment um, with, with Pope John Paul, and now in just a, a couple of days' time, having the the great blessing to um, to see the fulfillment of his own life as a witness of Our Lady as Our Lady's Pope, and um, so I know with all of that you can maybe comment on what your thoughts are tonight about that. Well, I think again this is a message for everybody, and John Paul certainly was a, a light, a reflection of heaven um, here on earth to many people, and was loved by by millions. In fact, he was probably seen by more people on, in, than any other man, or he wasn't, probably he was, than any man ever walked the face of the earth and probably ever will be. As far as seeing live, there's pictures of, of millions of people, five million people gathered. Where, where can somebody go get five million people together to meet him? 
happened in Poland. Incredible picture. You can look this up. So John Paul is a call for this. But he's no less great than anybody else can be in front of the eyes of God. Our Lady's calling us to this greatness. Our Lady's calling us to be the work of God. And uh, Maria had asked uh, us to come and we'll spend our time there together and pray at his tomb. And these joys that we have in doing these things is gives us better understanding of the messages. We see things. We experience things. gives me the ability to say more with, with authority uh, what it is the life, the spiritual life, and where it leads you to do, where it leads you to go to. So John Paul is an example of this. His canonization on May 1st will be a great grace because on the day of the canonization, there's always great graces dispensed by that individual. The church traditionally is taught. And so uh, there's so much available to us today if we just take it. There's so much Allah is trying to get us to see if we want to accept it. And it's really up to us. So these, these things are there for the taking, just like picking fruit from the soil. The Holy Queen, Mother of Jesus, Spouse of the Holy Spirit, Queen of Nations, Queen of all hearts, the Woman of Revelation, the Queen of Peace, asks you to spread her call to the ends of the earth. Medjugorje.com a tool for you to spread Our Lady's way of life and change the world. Medjugorje.com Brought to you by Caritas of Birmingham. Spread to all your family and friends. Medjugorje.com From Caritas of Birmingham. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Seems that everybody today is asking for God to help. But again, we're wandering in darkness and we imagine God himself, according to what Our Lady says, we see him. Not his, how he really is. And that same message Our Lady gave, she says, From your suffering... Speaking of a prayer, from your joy, from your seeking the forgiveness of sins. She's asking us to pray from her heart in this way. This is the way to come to know the right God. And by that, also yourselves. Because you are created according to him. And we live in a culture that we're created according to ourself. We built a culture towards self. Two decades ago or more, 
Self Magazine came into being. The phrase, do something for yourself. Commercials still constantly say this, blared on billboards from radio to wherever. Take time to yourself. Mariana says, our lady not one time in her life put herself first. She never thought about self. She was the perfection of selfless, not selfish. Not one time did she think of herself first. And that's just not about, well, Jesus, I'm going to put him first because he's God, and then somebody else, or Joseph second, or somebody on the streets. These are the stars. This is the star. Our Lady is the star of sea, as she's known. And we've got a wish. Our Lady says, all your prayers will help you through me. Our Lady says often that I will help you. I will intercede for you. And that's why we end the show every time. We wish you, Our Lady. She's the star to wish on. She's the wonder. And yet, the world gives us other stars. And they come and go. Everybody sees them. People put their faith in them. And they vanish. And they're nothing. But if you look to her, it won't fade. It'll only increase. Give to her everything. Let her be your light. Stars on the river, stars in the sky, stars that are falling, stars burning bright, stars disappearing, the stars come to light out of the dark. I see stars in every headlight. That are stranded by the side of the road. I see stars that look like raindrops sticking to the hood of my car. I see stars.
stars that have faded like the stars in her eyes. One lonely teardrop, one long goodbye hit me hard. There's only one star to keep your eye on today. And that's one that, that sent it from heaven and will ascend back. We are privileged children with a mother, a queen, and she who has peace to distribute. And if we don't take our eyes from off from her on the other stars of the earth, we can't go wrong. Many people dream of things. So much so that we've seen people around concerts or places like that where they, they lose a breath. They can't catch a breath. We chase the wrong things. This road has gone cold. And Scripture talks about it. Toward the end, a man's heart will grow cold. There'll be no love. Walking with a lady these 30 years, we've seen so many miracles. It's a long road. But what are we going to see when it's the last time? We can say that she's washed us with the fallen rain. This message today talked about the most time may sprout in their hearts. It takes water to do that. It takes repentance to get there. We need to be washed in the water so that we may clean, be clean with healed souls. Our Lady will steal your heart away. If you let her, she wants to take it. She wants to change it. That's all dependent upon you. Are you going to give it to her? Are you going to hold on part of it? Or are you going to give it all away? Would you allow her to steal your heart away?
But if you must go away, would you find no words to say? And would you steal my heart away? But please don't go. you in on a secret that we discovered through following Our Lady's way of life. Something that I wrote a whole book on, which was, look what happened while you're sleeping. Now, like the last one, ain't going to happen while you're sleeping. That's two different books. But look what happened while you're sleeping reveals something that we didn't know. We discovered through prayer, through following the rhythm, 
the regime of prayer, sacrifice, and fasting for years, that without that, we would have choked, and we did choke, even when we found out about it, because we didn't want to accept it. And that was Sunday's. It was Sundays where we learned and realized we could no longer go out to eat to pay somebody else to work for us. We couldn't be flying on Sundays. We couldn't be going to places that, of entertainment or sports events or whatever. And to give all that up, we thought we had been cheated to something because as February 2nd, 2011 says, wandering in darkness, you've even imagined God himself according to yourself. Not such as he is. He's really in his love. God wasn't punishing us because I don't want you to go out to service station on Sunday according to God's law to protect the Sabbath. And if I'm not to work, how can I pay somebody else to work for me? But I'd imagine God, along with almost all other Christians around the world, that this was okay. He's not going to be bothered by that. Yet it's a commandment, and we're in violation. And I will tell you, most of the woes coming to the world is due to this Sabbath breaking and violation. And we see it as small sin. But we will suffer for it. And it'd be like Deuteronomy, I think it says, that the land will lay waste for every Sabbath that violates. We've got years, decades of violation of Sabbaths. And we've got years coming to us of the land laying waste. But we lived it. We put it into practice. And Sundays, because we'd imagined it as God was, as we imagined God, rather, we had no idea that by doing so, that we would find out how he really is in his love. He began to give us something on Sundays we didn't know existed. And why should we? Never gave the grace, our ability for God to give it to us because we never lived it. My whole life, I've never lived it. Being raised Catholic. And all Christians are the same. Very, very few people know this secret. And I say secret because it's so hidden because of our darkness. We're blinded. Our Sundays are undescribable. Easter yesterday, we did nothing but sit around in front of the tabernacle and eat together. Nobody lives this way. Nobody understands it. We've been led to do different things like our children. They don't date. They go to courtship because true love waits. It's not about what people think of relationships. As far as they go after the 18, they think only of holding hands. Our lady's brought us to this life. You think it's antiquated? You're depraved. You don't know the light. And you're not going to know the light. You're not going to know anything else until you begin to live the Sabbath. And I want to strongly tell you, to get the book, look what happened while you were sleeping. It's paramount for your walk toward Our Lady. The first three chapters, if you don't read the rest of it, just read about the Sabbath. You can never live the same if you accept it. You'll wish there are seven Sundays. You'll long for that. Because true life does wait. This tie's fitting just a little too tight. Might have had one too many last night. I wonder if it's written all over my face. It's been a little while since I've seen this place Still I'm sitting here in the back row Like a long lost son has come back home 
When I bow my head and take off my hat A Sunday morning takes me back Growing up under that hometown church steeple Learning God hates sin but still loves people The preacher preaching about the promised land And me thinking about holding Jesse Lynn's hand And one hot summer when I was 13 Took my soul to the river and washed it clean Feels so good, Lord, why can't there be Seven Sundays a week Well, I can still hear Daddy singing strong and low It is well, it is well with my soul I'm laying out the Sunday best I can still count every flower on her blue sundress I've done a lot of living since those days But a boy comes back when he's been raised Growing up under that hometown church steeple Learning God hates sin but still loves people The preacher preaching about the promised land And me thinking about holding Jesse Lynn's hand And one hot summer when I was 13 Took my soul to the river and washed it clean Feel so good, Lord why can't there be Seven Sundays a week It was softball game it was true love ways And all of those amazing things About amazing grace Growing up under that hometown church steeple Learning God hates sin but still loves people Preacher preaching about the promised land And me thinking about holding Jesse Lynn's hand And one hot summer when I was 13 Took my soul to the washed it clean It feels so good Lord, why can't there be Seven Sundays a week Seven Sundays a There is always something inspired in the Radio Wave broadcasts, and these shows are not shows that you want to miss. Uh, for those of you that can't make the live shows, of course, the shows are always available uh, to be restreamed and listened to or downloaded uh, to be listened to later. Uh, but because a friend of Medjugorje is going to be uh, in Rome for the beatification of uh, Pope John Paul with his wife and Maria and her husband, uh, the next Radio Wave show will not be on the second of the month, but rather will be on Wednesday, May 4th. 
And so uh, mark that on your calendars for Wednesday, May 4th, uh, 7 p.m. Central Time, USA, uh, Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Also, stay close to Medjugorje.com in the next few days. Uh, a friend of Medjugorje top, touched on a few topics tonight uh, that will be thoroughly covered in something that we're going to be releasing on Medjugorje.com. And so uh, it will be announced in the next few days here. So look forward to that uh, on Medjugorje.com. As we end the show, I wish I could convey to you the life of what apparently in the beginning with the messages looks like Ali's asking you to give things up. And it does require that. But what you get back in return, you could never imagine. You can't phantom. And I feel poor in how I can express from what my heart feels about this way of life that you might receive it. But if you take these words tonight, go down on your knees and pray, God will perfect it and help you to see what waits for you. Because as I and you are forgiven, because he was forsaken, and I'm accepted because he was condemned, and you and I are alive and his spirit is within us because you died, Jesus, and rose again. How can it be that your king would die for you and me. I love you and wish you, Our Lady, good night. <laughs>